Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Olison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by my very good friends. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and we also have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. Boys, we are, uh, we've got a little uh, scenery change here. Yeah, yep, we're mixing maybe, it up. You would say we may be transformed locations. <laughs> We have transformed locations, you, Amato. Sweat. Yep. Yes, Sweat, that was for you. Um, and uh, <laughs> here we are. We are actually, yeah, we're here to review mm-hmm. the Transformers movie. What's it yes. called again? Rise of the Beast. Yes. Yes, good job. Transformers, yeah. Rise of the Beast. This is like the seventh movie. I'm not even sure. Um, yeah, I think you're close. I think it, I think yeah. it is, actually. Yeah. It'll be yeah. a fun review. We're excited for you guys to yeah, be here. I think so. Either seven or eight. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to everyone tuning in. We appreciate you. Want to encourage you to hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening, and to also follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us, and um, yeah, uh, boys, we're we're here to review it. Um, you guys are probably gonna know a lot more of this, yeah, lore I mean, and stuff than me. I have enjoyed Transformers since I saw that like first animated movie like back in the day. Obviously, yeah. I didn't watch it when it first came out because it was like I think eighty four or something like that when it came out. When they went hard and yeah. Optimus died. Yeah. Is that the one you're referring to? That was the to? one. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been I've been a Transformers fan for a while yeah. now. So. I remember, like, the first... I remember telling you this. I, I remember the first one was amazing. Yeah, yeah. In 2007. Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. And I remember watching others and thought, you know, they're okay. But the first one was awesome. And I just, you know, I haven't watched... I'm just going to keep it real with all of our listeners. I haven't watched any of these movies the la- the most recent Bumblebee movie haven't watched it <laughs> like so I was coming into this kind of blind I was like you know I was just excited to hang out with you guys on a Thursday night and watch a premiere movie yeah, yeah. Like which that. I think that might be that might be a good perspective to have coming yeah. in here man so yeah, yeah maybe I'm so. looking forward to see what you say maybe so all right so well th- how about this spoiler warning yeah this there is, you go this is the spoiler warning okay so if you haven't seen it yet go check it out I guess you guys kick it off how did you guys uh you know enjoy this movie. Um, I'd say, I mean, it was better than I was expecting it to be, truthfully. I um, second that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, third. I, I feel like there were definitely moments in it where it got a little too cheesy and they kind of lingered on moments that they probably shouldn't have. Um, and s- there were like little story holes here and there um, in, in it for sure. But I feel like um, visually it was it was pretty awesome. Like it, it there was... I had very little issues with any of the CGI type stuff, so I felt like it, w- it did pretty well on that front. And I feel like overall, it was a relatively fun ride as we were going along. Um, you know, the people, the the humans were likable, and you know, I felt like it did a, a relatively good job of kind of giving you a like storyline set up with with Optimus and stuff like that. That you know, kind of leading into what might be happening later in the you know universe that they're setting up yeah I, I i agree i think i think you you nailed it on the head there i think uh visually it was really good actually yeah. and uh one of the scenes that sticks out to me with the fact that they were on point with their their visual effects was when it fairly soon in the movie when um noah uh is riding in the in the porsche yeah with uh, in mirage and he's going in reverse and then he transforms to go forward and oh my uh, on yes. the inside Anthony Ramos's character is like kind of just spinning and does yeah, a yeah, 360. That was cool. That was cool. 
and uh, or 180, I guess. Um, and then uh, the transform is going straight again. Like it was cool just watching the transform all around the seat and everything. Yeah, yeah, that was. And it was just a. It even that scene that was just like it was a cool fresh take on like what a transformer actually does. Yeah, you know, like in which is awesome. Like we're seven, eight movies in, and they're coming up with a new way to kind of show something <laughs> happening. And I, I actually, I, I love the, like, the other versions of himself in that, in that, oh, uh, yeah. like. The Mirage. In yeah. the in the actual Mirage, which is kind of, it was kind of funny because that's, you think about it, okay, so that's Mirage showing what he thinks of the character, he thinks of <laughs> yeah, him yeah. as. Yeah. It, because it's not actually his mind, it's what Mirage thinks of him. So that was pretty cool that you, you get to see this, like, way of showing who, what he thinks of the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Visually, it was good. I feel like there's going to be a lot of things I'm going to either be, you know, laughing at with y'all or just saying it was dumb, if I'm yeah. honest. Yeah. But overall, overall, I've seen a lot worse movies. I'm just going to yeah. keep yeah. it real. Uh, I've seen a lot that's worse. That's a fact, actually. That's yeah. A- so, um, overall, you know, I'm probably never going to watch it again, but it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Yeah. And I would say if you haven't seen it, it's it's worth going to watch. Yeah. The it way was, I, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was, entertaining. Yeah. It, it yeah. was definitely entertaining. It's kind of like I, I kind of see it as like if you were to buy a house, it's kind of a little bit run down. And you're like, it has good bones. Uh, it doesn't necessarily. It's not fully like polished. Yeah. But it has good bones and it has a good structure for potential. You know, as a jumping off point. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the moves that they made in this movie that I was on board with, which I, I, some of the fan base might come after me after I say this, but the the choice they made to give Bumblebee a backseat and let Mirage kind of take over as that fun, <laughs> desired Transformer that everybody wants to kind of to get to know and be with. Yeah, it's funny. At first I thought you meant literally. I was thinking, like, did he actually have a backseat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, no, yeah, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, he was dead for a majority of the movie. Um, Yeah, yeah. and and Mirage, I honestly, he stole like every scene. Like Pete Davidson stole a lot of scenes, and he had probably one of the biggest laugh out loud moments in the in the movie with uh, Justin. No, no, no. In the movie, try like any movie I've seen in a long time. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was pretty great too. Man. It was it, it was, was awesome. It was a, a wild line that hit paid off so yes. good. Yeah, like he's getting all self conscious because uh, um, uh, Noah describes him as a work friend. Yes. Oh, to his yeah. brother. Oh, yep. Yeah. And so they're like work friend, you know, and they keep going back and forth. And he's like, bro, you were inside me. <laughs> yes. That was good. And and you know there was prop there was at most twenty people in our theater at most. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the the laughter for that joke lasted, I mean, probably a minute. It would no, it, it was, was solid. I it was missed solid. so many lines after that yeah. because yeah. we were just rolling, man. And everyone in front of us, behind us, was laughing. The the dude in front of us really got a kick yeah. out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, just didn't rolling. see it coming at all. I yeah. mean, it was so good. No, it was so unexpected too. But yeah. I feel like that's Pete Davidson. Like that's yeah. that's he says some like the craziest things at times when you don't expect it to be yeah. to be a punchline, like that yeah. kind of thing. Um, so that was enjoyable to see yeah. Mirage kind of take step yeah. up and take that. Over. I'll agree with you, especially because if like Bumblebee, the movie Bumblebee was supposed to reset the universe, like you kind of got really inundated with him as a character in that movie. Yeah, you know, like and so it's a good thing that they're trying to build the universe a little bit because really, I mean, to tell you the truth, in the original like Michael Bay movies, really you only ever got to see Bumblebee. 
and Optimus. Yeah. Like, it, like the other, I mean, there were other Transformers, but they were all just surface characters. Like, you never really got to see anything past that, you know? And totally. it was very much, you know, oh, these people are here. But that's yeah. it. That's it. They look cool. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they look cool. cool. Which there was a little of that happening in this movie, but it wasn't. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it wasn't what? as like noticeable. Like. Maybe speaking of looking cool, or at least trying to look cool. Mm-hmm. All right, I just cannot get this image out of my mind. So um, Noah's brother is actually wearing a Power Rangers shirt. Yes. Yeah, yeah, in, like the beginning scene, right? And I felt like any time one of the side character Transformers, kind of like Bumblebee. And the pink one that was a you know motorcycle, yeah, yeah. RC, yeah. RC. Mm-hmm. Anytime they show up for a battle scene, they're flipping into it unnecessarily, just like a Power Ranger. Uh, yeah. I feel like it was so intense. Yeah. RC came in like doing cartwheels, came Dude, in high. and yeah. not like once, not twice, yeah. like repeated every time, yeah. every time. And I felt like it was like intentional, and I, I thought it was hilarious. I feel like it was their way to like kind of flex their CGI muscles. Yeah, seriously. Because they could have done, like, they come in, you know, they stop as a car, and then they transform. But this was, like, I think it was their way of showing you how far they've come with their CGI and trying to show it off. Like, like the the, the one scene that we've seen in the trailers where, like, he shows up and, like, he, you just see, um, you see Noah's character come out, and he just, like, you know, it's like almost, it was almost like the scene where you see somebody walk slow motion away from a, an explosion, like that kind of like feel <laughs> yeah, of cool yeah. Yeah, yeah, as yeah, Mirage exactly. is like transforming in the background, doing crazy, yeah, break dancing kind of right, like <laughs> yeah, Mirage, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's kind of doing that, and like Noah's just like you know just cool, as, yeah, like yeah, cool as a cucumber. <laughs> but I feel like yeah, that's what was just kind of happening is they were just kind of like trying to flex that muscle. And show what they can do with this, and it, it looked really good. Like even it may have been a little bit unnecessary, but it looked good in the sense of like, you know, pushing the limits of what a transformer can actually do. Yeah. You know, when you're thinking about it. Yeah, and I think for me, I think the biggest thing that a transformer movie, what it comes down to, is like the humans, right? Like who, what impact do the humans have that's going to like carry this movie? So in 2007. Shia LaBeouf kind of was like on the scene, right? Yeah. Like he was the it guy at that time and he kind of broke out, right? And it, along with Megan Fox, of course, like we yeah. all know like her impact was yes. in that movie. But um, he, like Shia LaBeouf had that 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 power, that yeah. staying power and that kind of led that 2007 movie but that, that obviously wore off as the Transformer movies went on, right? Yeah. But this movie, I think Anthony Ramos did a, a phenomenal job in this movie, like better than I thought he was going to do. Yeah. Um, he actually does have some good acting chops. And yeah. Oh, without he, a doubt. Better. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Way I better. felt like he was super solid. Uh, the only, I will say, I hope from now on, they kind of push his brother to like the backseat. I felt like that was please, a yeah. un- please. unnecessary. Yeah, it was an yeah. unnecessary plot. It was. It needed to give him stakes. I yes, guess. Yeah. I, I, like I understand the stakes set up and everything like that, and it was the kind fearless of, little brother. Yes, the fierce. Yeah. Ah, it makes no sense for them to be the type of. Like, I, I'm not a huge fan of super powerful characters being deferential to little brats. Yeah. Like when they do, like, and it happens in a ton of these movies where it's like, oh, the kids got spunked type of situation yes. where like it's yeah. like Mirage literally just could have just destroyed this little boy yeah. with sickle cell. And yeah, and like, but he's 
like deferential, like, oh, um, you know, puffing yeah. up his chest. It's sort of like what happens with Omega in um oh, in, in Bad, Bad Batch, Batch to yeah. tell you the truth, where like there's these moments where these in- enormously powerful characters like are deferential to small children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's probably my biggest problem with Transformers movies. You were actually just talking about like what role will the humans play, and mm-hmm. and sometimes it's so frustrating to me where it's like, get out of here, bro. Oh, I like mm-hmm. like T- talk about the 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 line or the scene that you're like that makes no sense. The oh yes, yeah. so uh, we're skipping forward a little bit, but when they're in Peru and um, Optimus Primal, that was great. Optimus Primal takes them to their like camp. Yeah. I said this to Justin last night in the car. So funny. Um, we and they, and they first of all they have the other half of the key hiding in plain yeah. sight. Bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> but they do it nonetheless. And then, like um, Scourge and all these all the enemies are showing up. And then Primal's like, um, Noah, take the key, keep it safe. <laughs> like any time a transformer yeah. does that, and like they give something really important to the human. Yeah. yeah, especially in an open battlefield, yeah. I'm always like, "Are you a freaking idiot?" Yeah, it yeah. made no sense at all. It just all. never makes the final, sense. Like the final fight scene where they were like, "Oh, it's just big enough for a human to get yeah, to." There was a lot like, of yeah, a lot of convenient. Yes, yeah. and even on Alice Island, they did the same type of yeah. thing where it's like, "Oh, protect the humans, take this, get away." Mm-hmm. And it's like, so you're saying the slowest moving characters are the ones that, are the ones away, that yeah. need to get away. Got it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's that's always been my problem with these kind of movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know where it's just like, and I understand nothing about this is realistic. Right, obviously, of course, of course. But there's some things where it's like, come on, just give me like something a little bit more like realistic than yeah. that. Yeah. You know, and I feel like yeah, okay, Anthony Ramos, he did a good job as acting wise, right? Like he really held it, right? But like. What? Real quick, especially yeah. in all the opening mm-hmm. drama that he had to deal with being like his backstory. Yeah, yeah. That, backstory. I, yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. He sold it. He sold all that. Yeah. Sold it yeah. so well. But and I cared sorry, sorry. I cared way more about him than Shia LaBeouf being like a moody little teenager. Yes. Good. Good point. Yeah. Very okay. good point. Go on. Go but on. I was gonna say with all the great acting chops, like it just wasn't believable that he was gonna protect this key that you were talking about. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I just didn't I didn't see that. Until they turned him into yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, until they turned him into Iron Man at the end, which Believe it or not, I actually liked that way more than I should have. Like, really? Yeah, I did. Um, I don't know. It's just well, first, Mirage gives him a little handpiece that's pretty cool. I thought like he yeah. said, "Hey, catch!" and he catches it. And I also thought of Iron Man when he did that. Yeah, even forty minutes earlier in the movie when that yeah. happened. <laughs> right. Although I will say I was slightly annoyed by the whole fact that he kept on taking it off and putting it back on when he was <laughs> just in so on. much danger just this whole time. Yeah, I thought just that too. leave it on. Just, just yeah. leave it on. When he pulled it out of his backpack, I was like, "What is it doing in there? What are yeah. you doing? Why are you trying to keep it safe?" Yeah, for? It's, it's, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It would have been literally like having. Not wearing your bulletproof vest when you're like yeah. going, and yeah. you know you're going to danger yeah. every single time. <laughs> every time. Like two things in the movie like shocked me that I didn't expect to be in a Transformers movie, and it was um, Noah's character getting like the Iron Man looking yeah. suit, like Mirage's body parts. Like, uh, yeah. it was I was kind of cool when Mirage was like, "Yeah, I'm not in the fight anymore, but you got to take the driver's yeah. seat or whatever." Right? Yeah. Like, what happened? To all the extra parts, because like. You know, like Mirage is really big. Mm-hmm. Well, as you can see at the, the mid credit scene, uh, the only core parts that he had were the ones on the suit, and then he had to go and get extra parts from other cars. Yeah, I guess that's so. why that Porsche is all like scrapped together, destroyed. Yeah, yeah. but remind me of like Mega Man. 
I mean, kind of, yeah, he was bulky. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was it was 90s. It yeah. was 90s. Like, yeah. It, yeah. you could look at that and you can tell, like, this is like I, a I wasn't necessarily issue. saying yeah. that it was a bad thing. I was just yeah. like, that's kind of what it right. reminded me of. But, uh, yeah, that cut, took me off guard. And then the, the reveal at the end also, like. Oh, yeah, that was. Know, okay, right. dive into that. Um, they were like, left yet. field, here we are. Well, let, wait, let's talk about some of the Transformers characters first. And then, sure. we'll, and then we'll, we'll dive get into the, the ending. The ending. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there. So, like some of the some of the voice talent here, I want to I want to go ahead and shout out a few of these. Okay, so uh, Scourge, Peter Dinklage, like how how I mean, it was great to see that. Yeah, um, I wish they would have toned down the robotics a little bit more and let Peter Dinklage just be himself. Just be himself. Yeah, because I feel like he does have a deep voice. Like he has a really strong. Yeah. Like very strong voice. And then they did too much of like the synthesizer on there and made it too robotic. But I still enjoyed his like menacing uh, nature. Yeah. It was good. So Scourge, I was another. They made one. the robot too robotic. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> they did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Scourge. I, why was he so, he's so strong again? They said he they, got yeah. power from dark energy. Dark from energy. Unicron. Yes, yes okay. Unicron basically gave him like extra. Power, basically. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Which was their way of saying, uh, of like basically saying why he was so attached yep. to Unicron, why how, he was being yeah. his henchman. How cool is it that his thing was when he killed a Transformer, he put the imp- uh, imprint yeah. on there on his that arm. Was, that, that was, was baller. Yeah. Like yeah. that was, a, that's a Gosh. baller move. Another yeah. one for the collection. I was yes. like, that is so sick, man. I yeah. love that. That is brutal. Yeah. That I know. Is, I love it, man. Yeah. And then, um, uh, okay. So Air Razor. Was Michelle Yeoh like? I mean, this is yes. Michelle Yeoh is phenomenal. I mean, uh, everything, everywhere, all once was massive yep. uh, last year, and uh, here she is voicing like a, a maximal, which was yep. great to see. Um, and then we got our, our boy Danny Rojas, Danny uh, Rojas. Uh, Crystal Fernandez as a Wheeljack. Didn't get enough screen time. Not enough. Not he, enough. he got a no. solid like in- intro scene to him, and then you don't even hear him the rest yeah. of the movie. Yeah, you, you got, see, you hear him like one uh, one more yeah. line, and I don't, I don't even remember. Seeing him fight that much, to be honest, they they were on him a few times. They did. Um, yeah. he was getting his butt kicked most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he lived. He survived. Oh, another funny moment too. Which one was that? When um he meets uh, Noah. Noah's like excited to hear. Oh, a, yeah, the a, accent, a, yeah. A Hispanic accent. He's like, and, and um, Will Jack's like, man, that's racist, man. <laughs> yeah, and then they walk for a little bit. Yeah, and then he's like. How is that racist? Is that racist? You're, you're not even. Yeah, you're a robot. You're a robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so. It was so good. It was a good throwaway line. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Like there were these little gems yeah. in this movie that kind of uh-huh. like stood yeah. out. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, gosh. Uh, and then who else we had? Oh, um, Unicron. Um, yeah. Oh shoot, I forgot his name. Now I, I put it away on my phone. But it was a uh, Domingo. I think his name is Domingo. Um, he was in uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, hmm. he, he was the the sultry voice guy. Um, hmm. But uh, he he did a really good job as Unicron, like very Unicron. very uh, otherworldly, I should say. So, Unicron. Yes. He is just a big, bulky, like a massive planet, transformer. Planet size, yeah. Planet size transformer mm-hmm. that eats other planets. Yeah, he's Galactus. Yeah, that's what he's he is. Galactus. Mm-hmm. It was interesting how they even showed when he was eating that planet in the, the in at the beginning. Yeah. Where it, like he had like two little prongs come out and like grab it, yeah, gra- hold the steel, grind it up, and then suck in the yeah. Rubble. It was yeah. interesting. Um, okay, yeah, it's just always so hard for me to wrap my mind around planet eating villains. Yeah, it's. I mean, trust me, it's a little, it's a little out there. And it's like, how do you win? How do you, how do you beat? Okay, it? which essentially they didn't beat Unicron. They yeah, just they, slowed him down. Like, they kept him in exile. Yeah. 
Yeah, which because you can't just like travel fast yeah. travel without that transponder. Yeah, key, the, the key. Yeah, whatever exactly. it's called. I, I think you were right. Transwarping. But uh, so, but here's okay. Okay, here's a big question. I really, again, this is like me not understanding things. So they get the second half of the key. Mm-hmm. They put it together. Scourge does, and then in Peru, basically this massive mountain-sized, I'm going to call it a ship, a structure, yeah. manifests out of nowhere, and I don't understand the physics behind it. Like, was that always on Earth, and they just activated it? Did they always, was that their ship, but it was in plain hiding the whole time? This was, I don't, this goes along the lines of what Shimada was saying earlier with some uh, plot hole uh, thing like that. Uh, we're all in the same boat as an audience. It's like, where did that come from? They didn't explain it. Nothing. I feel like there may have been a throwaway line of like, maybe when um, Alina was doing the, her research of like some sort of something was here thousands of years ago and nobody knew what it was, that kind of thing. But, uh, I think it, it, yeah, it's one of those those weak points in the storyline. Yeah, and then there's apparently a computer panel on it with a with access a, code. Yeah, access code, which luckily yeah. we had Alina to uh, to, to yeah. decipher that. Otherwise, nothing would happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she just happened done. to write down the the symbols, the yeah. right symbol. A lot before, of it, before it crumbled, I, I didn't mind her character. I really yeah, didn't. She, I thought, she was fine. I thought she was yeah. a good character. Yeah, um, me either. But, yeah, I mean, I do think she lacked a little motivation. Like they kind of pu- pushed. Her I think motivation they pushed a the dad little bit, a little too much. I think. Yeah, yeah, like I, I do think there was a little bit too much there, but yeah. she did um, good with the scenes she had. Though. Yeah, like uh, she did really good. Like her character in mm-hmm. general, like made she she was a decent character and everything like that. You know, the whole like rough upbringing, but you know, kind yeah. of. Um, I'm like, pretty sure she's going to be an Ironheart. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, oh, really? I'm pretty cool. sure she's going to yeah. be one of the, uh, her yeah. friends. But maybe not like rough upbringing, but she ha- she was, you know, a poor upbringing, you know, pulled herself up by the bootstraps type of idea. I do. I was just thinking that the her motivation of going where she was going kind of like was a little lacking, and I feel like they kind of pushed yeah. stuff a little bit. Okay, yeah. Of course, your motivation in general is probably, you know, not having your planet destroyed, but save the world, you know, like that type of thing. But there is always that kind of thing that you need a little more motivation than that because it's a very abstract idea. Yeah, because like when well, if you're someone coming from a world of, you know, you're not in that like I save the world every day yeah. type well, of thing. Well, it made sense for Noah to join because he was a soldier. Noah made a ton. Yeah. Uh, to tell the truth, that makes it's an easier I, I, sway. Yes, like he he made a lot more sense than Shia LaBeouf being the hero. <laughs> to tell yeah. you the truth, like his character, right. Um, yeah. like just just from a background story point of view, it's like, oh, this is a he is former military. He's not only former military, but they made made it a pretty big thing. That wasn't just that he was a he wasn't it wasn't like he was just like a scrub soldier. He was a relative. He was a decent soldier. He just with had some serious his, skills with some yeah with a, with a, a a decent background. They even they mentioned that he had he was brave and that he was and that he was like honorable you just it just basically seemed like he was you know distracted his mind was not here and they made it very clear why because his he brother's was, dying yeah. because his yeah. brother is you know yeah suffering uh literally and he doesn't have they just don't have the money for that kind of so that yeah. makes sense like it's like you know th- that made a lot of sense for his character to be that way but for it, yeah her character was a little bit like it was like her motivation for going on this whirlwind adventure was a little bit yeah, lacking in my mind. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Well, Mato, what are your, what are your thoughts on the big 
ship manifesting out of nowhere. I feel like that was kind of like a an extension of the connection that he has with Unicron. Because you remember when he meets Unicron in like the garage after you get the first part, and um, Unicron when he gets like rebuked by Re- yes, Unicron. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was, and then we have like the it was like a you uh, connection world type of thing. I feel like it was something similar to that. In like, um, yeah, I thought it was more like a like in his head thing, kind of like when Loki was talking to Thanos, that kind of thing. I thought it was more like that, but um, guess not. I mean, it, hmm. it could be that way, but then like, I mean, I was just trying to con- make some sort of a connection to why it makes sense for this, yeah, thing to exist. Well, it also it's physically there. Scourge, it's it's not in his head. Scourge dies, right, 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 and it's still there. But at the end, when Optimus destroys it. I also don't get the physics of like everything is getting warped back into like a like a portal itself. Like absorbed, sucked in, that kind of thing. Yeah, right? like I almost thought like, oh, Unicron's gonna die because the portal's gonna shut when he's halfway through it. That's what I was kind of yeah, thinking. But instead, but it, it almost like, looked like it, out. it almost looked like out. things went like in reverse, like back in time. Again, it just mm. felt yeah, like yeah. unclear. Yeah. yeah. One thing I will say that was a little bit um, lacking in my mind is I understand that there's literally like the highest stakes of your planet being destroyed, <laughs> but at the, the end of the day stakes were kind of like the sum of everything that happened was kind of not, didn't feel that great because you didn't really, I mean, not a single Transformer died, not True. a single human died, yeah. you know, like you don't. Air Razor died. Uh, Air Razor, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the ending didn't really have that feel to it. Yeah. Because they're, I feel like they were trying to like make it seem like Optimus was going to Optim- – something was going to happen with Optimus or something was going to happen with Optimus Primal. I feel like they were really setting up and kind of missed something where um, Optimus Primal's talking about, oh, this isn't the Optimus Prime that I've heard, heard about. about. Yeah. And what I was kind of hoping would happen is – kind of in a way that Optimus Primal was inspired by Optimus Prime, Optimus Primal would die, and that would kind of be like the final stroke of getting Optimus Prime to where we, we know, him, sit, as, we know yeah. him as. Because he had like a large part of what was happening, especially in the second half, was about Optimus Prime. You're, you're noticing he isn't the Optimus Prime from the timeline that we know from Shia LaBeouf and everything like th- that we've seen with that. He's more... Um, transformer. Uh, he's more Autobot centered, yeah. you know, to where he's about all about saving his universe. Um, and you know, they get into that about how oh, it's not it really shouldn't be yours and yours. It should be ours type of idea. So I was kind of thinking, and I was actually kind of enjoying that storyline where they were like, you were seeing him learn and kind of become more of the working himself more towards the prime that we know, especially because this is a prequel. So it yeah. makes all the sense in the world or may not necessarily a prequel. It's more of a, is it a prequel? Is it a rewrite who, you know, yeah, who knows? whatever it is, yeah. but it would make a lot of sense if like you're showing the growth Progression. that yeah. led to the way that he acts in more of the Michael Bay 2007 version. Yeah. Mm. So I felt like that would have been, it would have been an interesting way to make that character. Like if like Optus primal gave himself up the way that, you know, I, I forgot the name of the Autobot or not the Autobot, the uh, maximal on um, their home world, 
um, gave himself up and kind of um, Optimus Prime takes, you know, sees that and becomes the exa- the very example that Primal wanted or learned from in the first place. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that, I would have loved to seen that too, actually, with uh, Primal taking the heat on that yeah. one yeah. and then Optimus learning from that. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, that's why we have a, a writer on staff over yeah, here for right. a World right. Geek Pod. Right. So. But instead we got like a Marvel-style movie where no, no one dies. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, all right, let's talk about this ending. Yeah. Or even yeah. worse... People die, but then they're all brought back. <laughs> <laughs> like Bumblebee? Yes. Yeah. yeah good. Nice. All right. Uh, so this ending. So the biggest left field. Uh, yeah, out this, of left field this is great. This ever. is amazing. So we're sitting there. Noah's got an interview. <laughs> He's in some like... Do, do we do we recognize that guy? Do you guys recognize the guy he was interviewing with? I mean, I know yeah. the actor. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, in-universe, is he something that... No, not really, no. Okay, so this is all... I, yeah, I couldn't remember whether he was ever in the Transformer universe at all. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Because, well, I don't know, like, I feel like that's really weird then, like, because he was... The character that he was playing was very much, like... Established. The, yes, like, he yeah. was v- working like an established character. Like, he had done this, like, a thousand times before, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. that type of thing. I don't remember and, him. You know. Okay, so he's he's interviewing Noah. He mentions, he he name drops, he drops Peru, and Noah's like, I didn't say I was in Peru. He's like, mm-hmm. well, I know you were. And, you know, he knows about him and all the big friends. And, <laughs> and he's like, so Noah's, like, guarding it really well. And then he offers, then he says that they're going to take care of his brother, which is cool. Yeah, that's cool. And so yeah. Noah, you know, earns Noah's trust. And he slides him a card, and I was like, I don't know, CIA. Well, yeah, when the, when the card slid over, in my mind, I'm racing. I was like, oh, what was the name of Josh Dumel's uh, yeah. army organization? Yeah, like, whatever. That's, that what was. I was, that's what I was getting at because they were going to get exactly. to that point, right? And he flips it over, and <laughs> in the most like I told you guys this last night, like if the movie was muted, like if there was no sound, if it got, if someone upstairs accidentally hit the mute button, and he flips over the card. Noah says it in the exact way that I would have said it. He looks at the card and he says, G.I. Joe. <laughs> to tell you the truth, what it kind of hit me as oh, is like, man. if you've ever seen someone like edit something like into like a movie scene and they'll yeah. like make a joke with it. Yeah. Like that's literally yeah. what it looked like. Like it looked like it would say something else. Yeah. But then it was like, it was, like a meme on Instagram yes. or something. Yeah. Like, and then it flips like over and it's like, Fake. It's a fake logo yes, or something exactly. from another thing that they're trying to, you know, make it seem like exactly. Yeah, but it was GI Joe. It literally said GI Joe in it, and I was taken back. Like it was like it. You it guys were laughing it, it for put, like it took me out of the moment. Like, yeah, I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah, what? yeah. We were. I think we. Yeah, we were laughing. Yes. You were enjoying our reaction to. Oh, I was loving watching y'all. Yeah. But like, I didn't know how to react. I didn't know if I liked that thing or if I was like, if it was too out there, yeah. like. But I know for a fact that there's a comic book series that's Transformers and GI Joe. Like I know that that's a, that's a thing. But in my mind, I'm I'm trying to play like, how the heck does Cobra Commander come into play against Optimus Prime? Like that yeah. just yeah. It didn't compute in my mind. Like or uh, also when you're really thinking about it, if you take any of the movies where like there's been like a GI Joe character, does Anthony Ramos look like he'd be one of those GI Joe dudes? Yeah. Like, does he look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No, no. Does he look yeah. like Channing Tate Young? Well, no. <laughs> but he does look like a liaison between the Transformers and the GI Joes, though. That's what he does look like. He's like that agent that is the handler of yeah. Transformers. Is what that kind of looks like. Maybe they, and maybe that's mm-hmm. what they're recruiting him. And for. think about this: the movie took place in 1994, right? Yeah. I think you're going to get like the best looking 
best geared up GI Joes in nineteen and nineties because I feel like it's like old school commando. Like you're 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 talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger style, uh, like rep and gear. Like I think that's that that would make for some really good uh, visuals. But yeah. I think the 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 one thing I'm worried about is if this movie Transformers does not perform well, and we get this GI Joe drop, and then. We they end up canceling a sequel that is a GI Joe Transformer movie, and we never actually see it come to fruition. That's my biggest worry, because I actually I'm there I for it, man. It. I'm there for it. I think you love big universes. I, I like big universes, and I'm not a hater on the GI Joe universe. I had GI Joes playing when I was a kid. Like, it's gonna be cool to see. Like, there's like there's characters that I want to see. Like Snake Eyes. Yes, they had a movie a couple years ago, like 2020 or something like that. And uh, it was underperforming, yeah. But it had some cool moments. But uh, I don't know. I really wanted to see a GI Joe good movie. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it would be awesome if they actually like put some effort into like a GI Joe movie and just like you, know, you really get to see something good come out of it. Because I don't feel like there's a whole lot of effort has been a whole lot of effort put into the three that I'm thinking of right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like with the two GI Joes and then uh, Snake Eyes. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if there was a whole lot of effort put into any of those movies. Uh, yeah. You know, just, oh, this is nostalgia type of stuff. Thing. Like, there's just so much you can do. It's like, I don't know, like, I feel like, for example, like the Barbie movie, I feel like it's going to be, there's a horizon for it to be a really legitimately good movie. And I feel like there is a pathway where you can do the same thing with, like, G.I. Joe. Well, you, you know, get, you for example, you mentioned the Barbie movie, which is another like I think Hasbro property, yeah. right? Um, it's I believe it's Hasbro, I think, e- but either that or Mattel, or yeah, something like that. one of the one of the two toy companies, right? Yeah. But you have the backing of like a, a Greta Gerwig and a Noah Baumbach, like in that movie, right? Yeah. But so if we can get those type of talent, whether in a director and a producer and a writer, that kind of thing, into a GI Joe movie, I think you got something good there because the characters yeah. in GI Joe. Are actually very entertaining. They really are. Uh, from the old GI Joe yeah. uh, cartoons to to the GI Joe comic books, like it's they got some good characters to build on. And so, I don't know. We need to get ourselves Joel McHale. Uh, jo- <laughs> yes, please, I was just thinking please. about that. Please, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be great. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a <laughs> what yeah. kind of moment when he yeah. looked at that card. GI Joe. GI Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, okay. Any other thoughts on Transformers? Uh, it's an and you can't and you can't say, well, you just can't wait to see what comes next. Yeah, it's it's an entertaining ride. It's an entertaining ride. Yeah, and I feel like you need to give it a shot. That's what I feel like. Um, if you got nothing else to do on a Saturday or Friday, like that's that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I felt like it was you know a fun enough ride, and it looked cool enough to where mm-hmm. it, it it's worth a a watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's not a. You know, masterful movie. Mm. Uh, it's not like, you know, world breaking. Yeah. But I felt like it's a it's a solid you know, addition. How about this? Two weeks in a row, we watched a movie with a a, a caring mother because the voice of Miles Morales's mom was the Anthony Ramos's mom in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. How about that? I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. So both in New York. Both in yeah. Yep. Both in New York. Multiverse, uh, is that well. is that Miles Morales? You might as well. GI Joe, Transformers, Marvel. No, DC. no, I'm saying oh, it's Noah sh- Spider Man. Hopefully, <laughs> although uh, although I believe Spider Man is actually from Queens. Mm. Yeah, and 
He's from, he was from well, Brooklyn. Actually, it's all the same. Miles is from Harlem, and mm, right. Peter is from yes. Queens. It's all the same, Peter, right, yeah. Amada? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All you New York people, it's just a joke. All right. Uh, well, anyways, friends, family, listeners, everyone who is tuned in, Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. I want to remind you to please hit the subscribe button on your way out. Uh, please follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us there. Keep up to date on everything we got going on. Uh, I don't. I don't really know what's next, but I know in like two weeks, Secret Evasion comes out. Well, so Flash is next week. Well, that's right. Yes. And I'm gone. You will for not that. be here. So yes, yes. So Flash is next week. So that's going to be Extraction Two is also next Extraction Two. There's but a lot we happening. We'll do that next week. Yeah. We'll do that. Two weeks. Yeah. Yes. So we will do it. Coming back for yeah, <laughs> coming back for the Flash review next week. I won't be here, but definitely come back and join us for that. These guys are going to do it. We just lost a lot of listeners next week because they're like, oh, T rolls not just there. kidding. I will be there. I think. <laughs> uh, I am sad to miss it. Going on a little family little trip. So, but anyways, um, yeah, we got a busy summer still. So, uh, with all that in mind, for my good friend Sandy and Shimato, this is T roll saying thank you so much for listening. To the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.